Ignition sequence start. Welcome to the Selected Podcast, brought to you by Sesimers, the social network for tech events. Hi there, this is Ben from Sesimers, recording live in Helsinki during Slush 2022 for the Selected Podcast, covering everything from entrepreneurship, investment, culture, politics, and events. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform so you get the next episodes. Now let's get started. We're meeting with Lauren De Silva, Managing Director at Best Nights VC, the Jägermeister CVC. Best Nights is using their unique nightlife experience to team up with those who shape tomorrow's nightlife culture. They are investing in companies like speakers, festival apps, dating apps, marketplace for event services, gaming, hospitality, fashion, and so on. And this gentleman who is with us, I just heard that it's his first podcast and his first slush experience. So hi, Lauren. How are you doing today? Hi, everyone. Fine. I enjoy slush a lot. And <laughs> thanks for being here. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you very much for joining us. So they say slush looks like a nightclub. Is it why you decided to come over here with two of your colleagues? I wasn't aware of that, but uh, we know that here is the crowd and uh, like-minded people. And we heard that this event is one of its kind. So we thought it's a very good idea to, to enter it, experience it by our, by our own. And uh, when you say you heard about it, like who told you this? Like uh, other investors other and investors. founders who, are, who were here already okay, in the previous good. years. So it's your first slush. Um, have you experienced already the nightlife in Helsinki or you know about the nightlife here in Helsinki? Not yet. I uh, attended some nice um, side events yesterday. Okay. And today there is a packed agenda for the evening, like three side events. And I'm looking forward for the real Helsinki nightlife, which is... Um, Club Kaiku on Friday. So okay, <laughs> <laughs> I have my plan, but at first, first work and then um, and the then party. okay, okay. Well, it's a good plan. Uh, some you know of our friends, they already started heavy yesterday, and today they don't have any voice, um, so I can't interview them, unfortunately. So okay, I was surprised to see that Jägermeister had a CVC, which stands for uh, Corporate Venture Capital. Um, since when and why? So Jägermeister decided to set up a CVC three years ago, um, but they uh, set it up as a usual corporate idea to have an innovation unit, product development unit, and some sort of investment unit. And I joined Best Nights VC um, 11 months ago, almost a year, and uh, with the ambition to focus solely on investments. So we don't do product development anymore. We don't do innovation management. Um, we focus on investments and next to that we against all expectations uh, eliminated the food and beverage investments out of our thesis so we are focusing on uh, consumer tech that goes beyond the product Jägermeister itself and we focus on nightlife um, with the ambition to shape the nightlife of the future this means if the f nightlife is healthy flourishing um, people are having good nights our best nights um, at Jägermeister will have will be a part of it well, yeah, somewhere. We'll have a play. Uh, so before we get into a bit more into the details of the fund and uh, what you're looking into, um, you said that you're not doing any more like innovation management or stuff like that within the entire company or within Best Nights? Within the corporate Jägermeister. So, so Jägermeister is not doing anything with startups that is not investing. Is it what you mean? No. 
the subsidiary Best Nights VC. Best Nights VC is the one. Okay, is the one that is doing that and handling. So you have people like Jägermeister that are handling that part. Of course, they have a product development unit. They have an in-house innovation innovation management. But it makes sense to put this inside the corporate yep. and do the investments with a separate unit. Makes best sense. This is, I think, uh, kind of best practice. That's what most sure. uh, CVCs are. Uh, thank you for the clarification. So now to get back into uh, uh, the fund itself. You were mentioning kind of the initial idea of the investment thesis. Can you get a bit more into the details? Like how, what type of companies are you looking for? What stage? Uh, what is nightlife as a, as a category? To be honest, um, there's the old thesis and there's the new thesis. So with me joining Best Nights VC, um, it was about redesigning and reinventing the, the unit. It was called M Venture before. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the family name Must, mm-hmm. Must Jägermeister. And uh, we said we're going to redesign it, we're going to rebrand and relabel it, and we also uh, set up a new team with an investor f- investment skill set, investment focus. And um, How big is the team? Um, it will be a total size of six. So okay. at the moment we are five, and in February the last analyst will join us. Based where? All based in Berlin. Okay. But we have a diverse team of um, all international three females three males um and um yeah very happy that i found them and the difficulty of setting up this team is to find a team that knows the vc game but is able to bridge the gap between the cultural space and the tech space and Mm -hmm. the vc space and we have to fight the stigma that people um, out of the cultural space see us or see us as the evil capitalists yeah but we are the enablers we we support them identify them and then enable them to reach the next step that's very interesting i would like to dive just very shortly yeah, into yeah. this idea that within the cultural space even entrepreneurs like startup people within the cultural space have a kind of a negative or like a stigma on towards vcs is it am i getting it well yes that is stronger than in other industries that's what i'm trying to say yeah 100 percent and I would say uh, the more cultural relevant or the more native cultural pe- people these are, uh, the less understanding of VC is there. So they are not founding a startup, startup because they want to, to build up and scale uh, a startup and that's becoming a unicorn someday. They are setting uh, up a, a business model or creating something that people will like and then um, they grow with it and it becomes a startup some, sometimes mm-hmm. or someday. Do you have example of that, the businesses like that? Maybe that you like personally or your friend with the founders who don't aim to be like a unicorn and they're happy yes, with it. exactly. So there is one that I really like. Uh, it's, out of, it's from Berlin. It's called Hör Berlin. What do they do? Uh, streaming DJ sets in a, in a little booth like, <laughs> like us sitting here. <laughs> and they're streaming like a DJ sets. So a lot of individual and um, let's say young and talented DJs are playing their their songs mm-hmm. and people can stream on on YouTube but they don't what's the so can you write the can you t- sorry tell me the name again h u r her like here yeah. uh, berlin okay it's okay. a nice youtube channel and um, i'm a fan of it i like it i like the founders but this is not the classical business case there would be within our deal flow but i i consider these kinds of entrepreneurs as the one as the cultural relevant entrepreneurs that don't have the startup uh, business model and fundraising. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to get you know into this because I find it super interesting. So you, and maybe that's geeky for people listening to us, but are you telling me that you're willing to invest into companies that won't be unicorns? Yes. As, as best nights? 100%. 
And that's kind of your special play, right? Compared to maybe other VCs out there. Of course, we have financial ambitions. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and we expect financial return. Yes. 100%. Okay. But we say financial return follows impact on nightlife. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's about identifying founders who uh, created something that has already cultural relevance. Maybe even before they have a business model. But as long as they have cultural relevance, I want to be a part of them. How do you measure cultural relevance? People like it. People celebrate it. People having best nights. So at the end, our portfolio, our current portfolio counts 10 startups. Yeah, that's what I saw. Super diverse. Mm -hmm. From a physical Bluetooth speaker from Denmark to a um, festival app in Netherlands. But um, what they all have in common, each of our startups creates best nights for consumers social interactions and real life experiences and that's how we are measuring our impact on nightlife so just give you an example in 2019 it was 5.9 million best nights that all these startups created in 2022 we are very confident that this is going to be 22 million best nights that these startups already created and for each business model we have a different logic of how to measure and count the best nights that they uh, were leveraging. That's very clever. Well, I like it. I had a question for you around, you know, trends and innovations that you're kind of, you know, interested in and crazy stuff that are coming from, you know, the best nights that you are, you know, seeing and yeah. anything you'd like to share with us. I'm really like stuff so that you maybe are not yet on the market, you know, or yes. not you know top of mind for most of the people. I can't I can't talk about specific business models, but I think there is a huge trend. After two years of pandemic and mm -hmm. isolation, um, people are aware of the importance of social interactions, and I would say pre-COVID, people and maybe other VCs would have laughed about our thesis, like oh they're investing into nightlife, oh they're fun guys, blah blah blah. But after two years of isolation we know the importance for our mental well-being so everybody is aware of how important it is to go to a restaurant to go to the cinema meet some friends have a party have a proper rave and um, I think now with knowing this people um, will focus on this and uh, I don't know value it a bit more so I think like there is a need for for high quality experiences and intense moments and um, these will, of course, be there, but the the kind of how these uh, events will be set up, this will change. I think like... Can you give me an example, a bit more specific? It because will the be, experiential... It will, be, it will be a bit smaller, yeah, okay. but more so intense. Smaller and more intense. Smaller and more intense. Okay. And maybe less frequent, but if it happens, it has valuable um, character. Interesting, okay. And we try to identify... It sounds ironic if we say like real life interactions but focusing on consumer tech so we use tech to bring people together in real life mm -hmm. and to bring more quality more quantity diversity into nightlife i have a follow-up question around you know actually your presence here at slush um what other events and it could be not only like business events like here this startup event but like you know music festivals or immersive experiences are great to experience that future that you're portraying like what other so here you're here to find new companies you know new ideas um but you mentioned events where you f you are witnessing new experiences can you give us some examples like real names of events that you think are especially unique it could be b2b could be b2c 
what I think what what really was very unique and an eye opener for me. So there are a lot of startup events. There's the Web Summit. There's Bits and Pretzels. There's Slush. There's there are so many. These are corporates by their own or well performing startups to be honest, because this is an event industry. But uh, just a few weeks ago, I visited Amsterdam, the Amsterdam dance event. Yeah, and dance, that yeah. was insane. Ade, and we. I was in that building a full day, and I thought, like, okay, this is mind blowing. These kind of people from all over the world that I'm looking for all day, and they are here. in this building. They yeah. are all there. Label owners, creators, artists, managers, all of them in one building, and it was insane because, um, for me as a VC, targeting for cultural relevant entrepreneurs out of that industry, that's it's like finding the needle. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. important. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. So that will be a business event uh, on the consumer side. Any interesting events that you've attended or spotted recently? No, I prefer small little clubs and I have my artists that I like. Okay. So I follow them whenever they play in town. I uh, try to, to show up. But yeah, that's that's usually okay, the events. It. So let's, you know, quickly uh, come back to your background. You know, I was, um, I told, we, we were discussing this earlier. Uh, so before Best Nights, you were already a CVC, but in the German bank. And so I was making the joke, you know, of like, okay, so you had, you know, any previous experience as a banker to John Best Nights, like meaning do bankers, you know, like to party a lot. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, come on. I was before that, I was already working in the entertainment business. So, okay, so tell yeah. us a bit more about your background. Uh, so, of course, I personally like to party, um, even though I'm a daddy of two now and uh, don't have the time anymore to, to do it that much. But um, I started organizing events by my own Um did a lot of, of events in my hometown Frankfurt, and uh, next to my to my university to my studies, I um, worked on festivals quite a lot. What, what genre of music? All all kinds. It was about the festival, and it was about like uh, brand experiential brand marketing. Okay. Like being there with a team that uh, promotes what products. What year was it? Like when? That was 2006 to 2010. Okay. 11. Okay. So the iPhone was kind of coming around around this time more or less. Yeah, let's say but Maybe had people Blackberry had iPhones but iPhone. uh, don't no internet. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was the point so everybody yeah. had it to to do some pictures and listen to music. Uh yes, exactly. That was the time. And uh, to the end of my studies I joined MTV Networks in Berlin. Yeah. Did um brand uh, management and worked uh, on MTV unplugged sessions and uh, European Music Awards. And then accidentally, I became a founder of my own, um, um, by my own. And uh, Wait, when are we? Like, which year is it? 2011, it was. Okay. And then for three years, I was an entrepreneur. At the end, I sold the company. Wh what was the company? Um, it it was a silly idea of customizing my MacBook like yours, uh, because it all they all look the same. And I thought, like, okay, how can I ma make it more individual? And I designed um, designs that include the Apple. Yeah, yeah. At the end. Yeah. And that was a silly idea, but at the end, uh, we sold them, not <laughs> only in Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, we sold them to Singapore, Shanghai, to the yeah, US. Yeah. And at the end, um, they were all over, they were available in, in the point of sale. And um, after three years, we sold the brand and the data. To whom? To an agency who has more products than this. Okay. Um, but of course, that was not the exit that made me rich. But I don't think it's a silly idea per se. So it was why it do you call it a silly idea? A simple idea. Let's say it a simple idea. Okay. Okay. Uh, the the margin was crazy. It was like printing money, um, yeah. but um, it it was fun. But at the end, it 
it wasn't enough. So I sold it. Why? I, sorry, why it wasn't enough? Because I wanted to do more than this. In uh, what sense? What more? Career, sorry. career-wise. Career-wise. So at the end, I was. So you, like do, you didn't want to be a guy printing uh, stickers for MacBooks. Yeah, and setting it up, creating it, developing the brand, targeting new new outlets and corporation partners. That was amazing. But when the business was running, it was just. Yeah, administration and stuff. Yeah, okay. And then we sold it. I could pay off my student loans and uh, invest a bit more into my into an MBA. Did an MBA focused on entrepreneurship, with the idea to. That was 2013, 2014. That was a time when venture capital. Was developing, in Germany, or let's say after the financial crisis, the time when the VC, game developed and emerged, and then I thought about like switching perspectives, understand how venture capital works. And the next time I will be a founder, I would know how it <laughs> I would know how to address VCs. That was the idea. So I ended up in a bank doing uh, KFW in Frankfurt, uh, doing direct investments, um, then setting up a VC fund, participated setting up uh, Coparion, a VC of um, KFW and the government, and then uh, setting up uh, KFW Capital, subsidiary of um, KFW, which is a fund of fund. And were you doing stuff, you know, on the side, you know, in the music industry back then? Yeah, I was a party animal in private <laughs> life, so it ha- it was like uh, a day and night life. <laughs> okay, yeah. right. And then uh, since I was in a bank and I was uh, somehow didn't fit in there, I was all always doing like I developed myself to become an entrepreneur. I helped yeah. the bank setting mm. up new things, mm. and after doing so twice, um, I thought about or I invented, designed, and implemented an innovation management inside KFW, like ideation, prototyping, MVP, go-to-market, and then took the took the, yeah, departments of KFW, matched them with people from the market, and within sprints, like, um, set up new things, and hired the output. And uh, Okay, and did you get, like, chased by uh, Best Nights, or did you apply to the job? I got chased. Yeah? Um, Headhunted? Headhunt- no, let's say... I reached out to them when I saw the press release. I was in uh, maternal leave, maternity leave. Paternity leave. Yeah. yeah, I was in Mexico on the beach, and I saw like Jägermeister setting up a, a VC, and I thought like, oh man, this is my job. And then I reached out, and it was, I would say, the first day of of Jägermeister uh, having a CVC, and um, we were in discussions, but it didn't end up. Okay. Um, so um, I forgot about that, and two and a half years later, out of a sudden my phone rang and they asked me like are you still interested i said like what is it about and when they told me that i could be the one leading the the unit and um transforming it into, into a new one um i said i'm in challenge accept- accepted and now i'm here and uh, team is growing portfolio is growing uh, brand is new design so so okay we're gonna wrap up this interview i want to know uh what is it that you're looking for in terms of startups so founders who are listening to us what stage uh, how much money can you make? You know, like you can you invest in? Mm-hmm. Uh, you told us that it's very broad. So I'm not going to ask you again about the industry, but yeah, how can they stand out also when they reach out to you? I think all entrepreneurs operating operating in nightlife or creating happiness for consumers within nighttime should be aware that there's Jägermeisters, okay. CVC called Best Nights VC. Okay. It's bestnights.vc. Bestnights.vc. And so what stage? Just like ID stage or it should have already some traction? Pre-seed to seed. Yeah. And also series A, but um, we feel comfortable in the in the seed or early seed okay. stage. So they should have, it's not, 
they should have some traction or at least relevance. So users, fans. Yeah, whatever. you told us about relevancy, yeah. and uh, geography-wise, mostly globally. 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 But in the but current Europe, portfolio is mostly European, right? It's mostly European, but um, one in the US. Okay. At okay. the moment. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, we're gonna wrap up this already, but and we invest from 100k to 1 million. In yeah, the I was asking you the size of the check, and I yeah. forgot. So 100k to a million. Yeah. Do you bring other investors on board? Yes. Okay. We are a co-investor. Okay. That's great. Uh, thank you for your time. We're gonna wrap it up. Where can we find you online? Uh, what are your handles on social media? Bestnights.vc and LinkedIn. And yourself. And myself, of course. You can find myself. Uh, you can find me in, in Berlin, and the, I would say what's what's very unique is uh, we took a fashion shop in Berlin and transformed it into half a gallery, half an office. So open doors for open minds. You can come whenever you want, uh, whenever you want. Just open the door, come in, and talk with us. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for your time, and uh, see you at the party tonight. Yes, looking forward to. It. We're recording live from Helsinki at Slush 2022. I want to give again a huge shout out to the whole uh, Slush team for making it possible. Uh, you guys are just amazing. Don't forget to subscribe to the selected podcast on your favorite platform to get the next episodes and join us on Sizamers, the social network for tech events. And see you there. Yeah.